Central Park Baptist Church. Good morning to you all. How are we doing this morning? We're doing good? Amen and amen. We're excited for everyone who is here. If you're able to rise, we would like for you to join us in our opening hymn, hymn 51, hymn 51. Take the name of Jesus with you wherever we go. Whether we're coming to the church or we're leaving the church, we need to take the name of Jesus with us. Amen. Take the name of Jesus with you, hymn 51. Here we go. I'll take the name of Jesus with you, child of sorrow and of woe. It will joy and comfort give you. Take it, then where you go. Precious name. Precious name. Oh, how sweet. Hope of earth. Jesus, thank you so much for today. Lord, I understand that it's your day, Lord, so help us, Lord, to worship as you would allow us to. Lord, please bless the rest of today. Lord, please bless the ministries and the sermon and the singing and everything that is encompassing thereof. I love you, Lord, and thank you for your for thank you for my salvation through you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Appreciate that, Brother Malachi. And as we continue praising the Lord, hymn 514. Hymn 514 talks about obedience. Amen. Oh, I didn't get a lot of amens on that one. <laughs> what you mean I got to obey? Amen. Yes, it's all about obedience. Faith and obedience. Are we there? Are we ready? Here we go. Obedience is the very best way to show that you need doing exactly 
Take a seat. Thank you. 
repent and amen. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, you need to try him today. Amen. amen. Because it is through him that we can stand redeemed. Amen. amen. The Lord is also a shelter in the time of storm. He is a shelter in the time of storm for those of you who do believe and trust in him. If you're able to rise, we would love for you to join us in singing hymn 376. Hymn 376. Our Lord is a shelter in the time of storm. Here we go. Hymn 376. The Lord is our rock. Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church this morning. We're glad that you're here. Welcome. If you're a first-time visitor here and did not receive a visitor card, our ushers are coming down the aisle right now. If you slip up your hand, they're going to give you a visitor card. We're going to ask that you fill that visitor card out. Uh, after the service, if you'll come to the foyer, uh, you'll see a table there. And behind the table, you'll see the word welcome. I'll be behind that table, and I'd like to exchange your visitor card for a gift bag. We have a gift bag for you to thank you for being uh, a visitor with us at Central Park. There's a lot of churches that you could have chose to being a part of, but you chose to be here today. And we're thrilled to have you, and we want to thank you for coming. Some folks that came all the way just for this service from Oregon, drove three days just to be here. Uh, and we're glad that they're visiting with us today. But there's others here that uh, are, we've seen a number of you that have been sick recently, and now you're able to be back in church, and we're glad that getting all that out of the way, amen, amen. and you're returning back to our services today. We want to welcome you amen. to Central Park Baptist Church. Pastor? Amen. I'm glad you're here as well. I mean, you're re everybody's ready for Thanksgiving Thursday. 
Well, that was a little weak, a little weak. I talked to a preacher friend of mine the other day, and I said, man, are you ready for Thanksgiving? He said, absolutely not. And I thought, I said, well, why? He said, my kids want to eat Chinese food. And I thought, oh, man, I, I, I thought, man, I, I, wait a minute. Are y'all eating Chinese food? Uh, all right. Now, I want some good old tryptophan. Amen. Yeah, right. Amen. But uh, anyway, I trust that you'll have a, a good Thanksgiving. Please don't forget about the services this week. Read your bulletin. We'll go over those here in just a little while. But I'm thankful today that God has given us a place to come and worship. Amen. Amen. I was thinking about that this morning. We live in a wicked old world. Yep. And I'm thankful that God has a house that you and I, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go up unto the house of the Lord and we can come together as the church and uh, we can worship together. Amen. And, and uh, we can come together and worship together. Amen. And uh, we can smile and just uh, leave the world outside for just a little while. Amen. So I want to enjoy, I want you to enjoy your worship. You're singing good today, and let's just sing praises to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And as we come to this portion of worship, let's give unto the Lord as he's given unto us this week. And uh, remember, God said he loves a cheerful giver. Amen. 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 Father, bless us, Lord, today. Thank you, Lord, for all of our folks that are here, all of our guests that are here this morning. Uh, Lord, I, I am thankful that they've come, and I pray, Lord, for those that are not here today. Some are out of town. Some are still not feeling well. We lift them up in prayer, but God, we need you today, and Lord, we need your presence. When I pray, that God, that you, dear Holy Spirit, will manifest yourself in our worship this morning. Thank you, God, for the, the singing already today, and Lord, as we lifted up the name of Jesus and sang about the redeemed, I'm thankful, Lord, today that we are redeemed this morning. And God, if there's someone here today that is not saved, I pray, God, that they'll come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And God, I pray that you'll bless this offering. Lord, we pray that you'd bless the gift and the giver, and we give you praise for it all because it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come. dismissed for junior church. Fifth grade and under is now dismissed for junior church. And the uh, Korean ministry is now dismissed for Korean church. Korean ministry is now dismissed for Korean church. The remainder of us, if you could rise and join us in singing hymn 206. Hymn 206, we'll do the first and the last of He Leadeth Me. He Leadeth Me. First and the last of He Leadeth Me, hymn 206. 
and because of his leadership, he has led us to hold the fort, amen. Now you can't hold the fort without your weapon. You gotta have your sword. That's the only way you can hold the fort, is with the word of God. You gotta hold the fort with the word of God. Him 574, him 574, hold the fort. Sing along, him 574, here we go. Oh, my comrade, see, there's no way.
says child I knew that one day you'd see this valley from above things look different on the mountain from the shepherd's point of view standing Good, amen. I like that. Luke chapter 17. 
Thank you, ladies. Ladies group did a good job, too, this morning. Appreciate all of our folks that sing. That, that sure helped. Good, good singing helped bad preaching any day. Amen. I appreciate that, ladies. Luke chapter 17. I want to begin reading in verse 11. Um, I need to... Can someone run back there and get me... And look in my office. I need a, some water, please. Found your place, chapter 17, verse 11. Say amen. And it came to pass. I like that. One of these days, Jesus is coming. It'll come to pass. Amen. I like those words. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them... When he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Father, I'm thankful for your word this morning. Uh, God, we need you, Lord, today. Uh, God, I pray that you, your Holy Spirit would move in this worship, Lord, move in our hearts. And may, may we, Lord, for just a little while this morning, God, help us to, uh, God, just put off the things of this old world and, God, things that demand our thoughts and things that might want to creep in. God, may can we just for a minute bring those things into captivity and, Allow you, Lord, to speak to our hearts and our thoughts today. God, if we'll stop for just a minute and allow you to speak to us, Lord, you'll minister to us, God. You'll calm our fears. You'll strengthen us, Lord, where we, where we hurt, God. And you'll uh, apply that balm, Lord, where we need spiritually today, God. And so I pray that you'd please help us, God, to just listen for just a few minutes. Help me, Lord, to preach the message that you've laid upon my heart. I pray, God, that it'll bring glory and honor to your holy name. And we give you praise and glory for it all because it's in the name of Jesus we pray and ask all these things. Amen. You may be seated. Well, Thanksgiving's almost here. Amen. Uh, it's a national holiday in the U.S. And let me read this. In commemorating the harvest that was reaped by the Plymouth Colony back in 1621. The first National Thanksgiving Day was proclaimed by President Washington for November 26, 1789. The custom was then revived later in 1863 by President Lincoln. Then, in 1941, Congress decreed that Thanksgiving should fall on the fourth Thursday of November. And the customary turkey dinner... Customary turkey dinner, not Chinese food, amen, <clears throat> but the customary turkey dinner is a reminder of the four wild turkeys, it's told, that was served at the pilgrims' first Thanksgiving Day feast. But Thanksgiving ought to be a way of life for all of us. For a child of God, it ought not be just a, you know, once a year occurrence, 
Uh, it ought to be something that we do every single day and be thankful for the things of God. And in the passage of Scripture here before us this morning, we find ten lepers who met the Lord between Galilee and Samaria, Samaritans. And usually, as you know, the Jews didn't have anything to do with or very little to do with the Samaritans. But the Lord that day saw these men and he saw that they were in need. You know, oftentimes today, if we're not careful, we see somebody in need. We're in too big a hurry to stop and find out if we can help them. Amen. Uh, And understand the situation, again, that these leprous men were in as a leper. You couldn't come into contact with anybody. Uh, You had to wear mourning clothes, M-O-U-R-N, not M-O-R-N, all right? Uh, You had to wear mourning clothes. You had to leave your hair unkept. You had to keep your face covered with, uh, and, and cry any time came within a certain distance of you. You had to cry unclean in order to give other people warning. Uh, these lepers were an outcast from society as long as they lived. And, and so here in this portion of Scripture, we see both an ungrateful heart and we see a thankful heart. The lepers came to the Lord for a cure and He healed them. Uh, and I think it's uh, only fitting that we understand here when he, you know, the priests of the Lord's day, they did not really recognize as Jesus Christ as the Son of God. But I like it here because when he healed them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. So they had to acknowledge that the Lord healed them and that, it, that he was exactly who he said he is. So they go back and they present themselves and after the Lord has healed them, but, uh, but only one came back to give thanks. Uh, and, and this one was redeemed, and we'll get into that. Uh, this one was the only one who came back and showed their thanks. And I thought this is the way uh, a lot of people today are in society. They, they get what they want, but they tend not to come back afterwards. But I want to show you some things this morning in this passage of Scripture, and some things that each of us can be thankful for. Uh, I'm thankful today for a lot of things, but I just want to bring bring out a few here out of this passage. And the first thing I'm thankful for today is the love of God. And there's nothing that said that the Lord here had to pay any attention to these men that are crying out for help. No one could force the hand of God. No one could tell him that this was something that he had to do. Yet even though he did not have to care, he did. And I'm thankful today that God cares, amen. Uh, His love was manifest toward a a vile, dirty, wretched-looking individual. Uh, These lepers were unkept. Uh, Their bodies stank due to the putrefying sores that would appear all over their bodies. Nobody would touch them, uh, and, and everybody was to keep their distance, but something moved the Lord Jesus Christ to act on behalf of these men. Listen, I'm, I'm here to let you know that today that, you know, when, when it comes to worshiping God today, listen, there's something in us that, that ought to make us not to come unkept. I just want to throw that in there, amen. Uh, no, y'all, come on, say Amen. When we worship God, we ought to, you know, make ourselves look kept. Just to use a Bible word, amen. Uh, But something about the Lord uh, caused him to act on behalf of these men. And I believe we can find that in Jude 22. 
Uh, it's something called compassion. The Bible says having compassion, making a difference. Uh, we uh, went to or went to fellowship just the other day, Thursday, and uh, there was a, a preacher there that was the pastor in Fort Worth of, of a church, and, uh, and the, his church's name is Homeless No More Baptist Church. I'm telling you, it's, um, it's a neat place. Uh, he's, we're going to host the fellowship here in, uh, in March, and he's, I'm, I'm having him preach. If you can come that Thursday morning, you ought to come. Uh, a very unique uh, uh, church. We, we went once there, and, and, and I saw this, the, this man come up on this bicycle and didn't have a shirt on, had on a pair of shorts, and, I mean, he walked right in. That wasn't my first thought. Amen, come on. And he went in, and uh, they gave him a shirt. Amen. They, and he sat down in the services and wound up getting saved as a result. And, I, and, and he was preaching, and we're talking about compassion. And he was preaching about a lady who came to church and during their church service, and, and she sat down in the middle, and, 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 and he said, I could tell that she was high on drugs of something she was a uh, very antsy, all over the place kind of person, and uh, and he said, you know, a, a lot of churches uh, these days they would have had the deacons come and and say, you know, she's going to be a problem. We need to usher her out. Not in our church. He said he began to pray. We're talking about having compassion. He said, "Listen, she sat there, and the the and and I was preaching, and and he said I preach hard." He said, I preach against drugs, and I preach against all kinds of things. And this, he said, what if that would have been the day then, uh, that the Lord, that through the Holy Spirit, would have come close to her and whispered in her ear and said, hey, I got you today. I, or this is your day. I've come to deliver you. And, and, and he said, you know, she came back not only that day, but she came back another Sunday and another Sunday and wound up getting saved. And I thought, man, well, praise the Lord. Listen, you know what makes a difference? Compassion makes the difference. He said she had a, he had a young lady that came that was, uh, uh, that was uh, pregnant, uh, about 19 years old, strung out on drugs, meth, and, 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 and a lot of other things. And, and, and when they were worried that the baby would be born blind, and, and he said, you know, I preached against abortion because I believe abortion is murder. He said, but listen, he said, those people today, they, they know that they're doing wrong. Listen, I want you to understand today, we know we're doing wrong. He said, but we need to know how that we can make a difference. We need to know how we can change. So he said, I began to talk to her, and he said, I bought a container, stuck it in my backyard. And he said, she moved in. He said, I fixed it up for her and made it a little apartment. She moved in. He said, that's been a while. She said, he said, she's now, she's nine months clean. She's married to the, to the man that, that who's, was, who gave her that child. He said, she's got her life clean. He, and listen, you know what made the difference? Listen, somebody made a difference in her and showed her how she can make a difference in her life. But it all started with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Listen, I want you to understand today that the Lord on this leper, he had compassion and made a difference in her. Jesus cared for these men. He was moved to action. And, and God help us today to have some uh, uh, compassion on people to make a difference in their life. Romans chapter 5, verse 8, it said, But God commended his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Ephesians 2, 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. 1 John says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Listen, we should understand something today, that each one of us today, uh, we, were, uh, we had a, a, a spiritual leprosy. We were dead in trespasses and sin. We were vile, dirty. We were wretched and unclean. We were lost, just as though we had the disease of leprosy. We were bound for a devil's hell, but one day, listen, just as Jesus saw this guy coming, listen, he saw you and me coming as well. He didn't turn us away. He didn't say anything about us looking bad or any of those things. Listen, he had compassion on us, and if you're here today and you're saved, you're saved because God loves you for no other reason. And I'm thankful that God loves me. I'm thankful for the cleansing power of Christ. These men, think about it, they had an incurable disease. It's still incurable today. There's still leper colonies. Not many, but there's still a few around. You, you can look that up. But in the days of Christ, only the Lord could do anything about leprosy. No medicine could cure leprosy. And if you got leprosy, you died with it. <clears throat> All efforts to provide a cure was in vain. And you know, when I thought about this sin of leprosy, I thought, listen, what a picture of sin. Mankind cannot provide a cure for sin. Sin eats away at you like leprosy. Man, though, will try to cure their sin problem by joining a church or uh, they'll try to cure their, uh, their sin problem by good works or by baptism or by being a moral, respectable individual. But listen, but man could not and cannot provide a cure for sin. It wasn't until the Lord Jesus Christ, in fact, all through the Old Testament, the, the priest would go back into the Holy of Holies and, and he would offer a sacrifice once every year to roll back the sin of mankind until the perfect sacrifice came. Amen. And that being the Lord Jesus Christ. And it wasn't until Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross for the sin of mankind uh, that sin had a cure. No sin is left unforgiven. Calvary took care of all of it. It was on the cross, his cross, uh, that the sin or the cure of sin was provided. Now, when you ask Jesus into your heart, listen, he cleanses you. He takes away the sins that defiled you, that corrupted your life. And no longer are we like the lepers who had to cry out, unclean. No longer are we, uh, listen, vile and corrupt, but we have been washed and made clean by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am thankful today for the cleansing power of Jesus Christ. You say, what do I do if I sin? Then you come and you confess your sin because he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I'm thankful today for the cleansing power of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I'm thankful for Christ's desire for fellowship. Now, why did Jesus say, uh, you know, what, where's the nine? Why, why did he say what he did about the nine not coming back? You see, up to this point, all ten of these guys had uh, acted in unison. Now, think about it. All of them pled for Jesus to heal them. And all obeyed his command to show themselves to the priests, and, and, and all were healed, but it was after the priest declared them clean. It's at, at, at this point that uh, them acting in unison was broken. Surely all of them were filled full of joy. I mean, if I had leprosy and I went and the, the priest said, yep, you're clean, I'm telling you, would you not be joy-filled? Would you not be having a, a good day? Have you ever had one of those days? I asked Brother Shelton, Brother Mark, a while ago, have you ever had, had one of those days? No, I mean a bad, in a bad way, it was just one of those days. Have you ever had one that just lasted for about two months? Yeah. Sometimes you have those. Well, not these guys. They were having a good day. Listen, they had gone to the priest. And the priest had declared them clean. And at, at this point, something changed, though. Surely all of them were, were full of joy. Surely all of them stood in amazement and, and wonder when they saw that they had been healed. Surely they did that. I, I would imagine that they kind of examined one another. Listen, look on my back. I had some back there. Listen, oh, yeah, you look good. It's clean. Yeah, you're good. What about this? Listen, they examined one another, and I would imagine they said, man, you're good to go. Listen, that is awesome. You are healed. I would think that they were having a great time. I would think that they had some fellowship with one another. Uh, listen, we're talking about the desire for fellowship. I would imagine that they began to, 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 to thank God at that moment that they were healed. They laughed. They, they enjoyed one another's company. But then something happened. It came time for them uh, to turn back and give glory to the one who uh, uh, cleansed them and made them clean. But only one turned back. Only one. All ten had been overjoyed about the prospect of, of returning to a normal life. There's no telling how long some of these men had been away from their family. No telling how long these men had been away from maybe a, a, an, an occupation that brought them joy. Listen, they were outcasts. You have to remember, these guys, they, were, they had to go out somewhere and be completely isolated. But now they have an opportunity to go back. They have an opportunity to go back with, uh, with their friends and with their family. But only one grasped the profound implications of what had just happened. He, only one recognized that he had been in the presence of God incarnate. I wonder how many times God heals people today from illness. And yet... Not one time they make their way to church to worship God and be thankful. Listen, I wonder how many times God uh, gets us out of a pinch. Financially or emotionally or in our families. And, uh, and people just uh, go on about their selfish existence. I wonder. These nine did. I mean, they went away. God... Listen, is, not, is God not good to us? Has he not been good to us, all, I mean, even up to this date? 
this, yeah, I'm, well, preacher, you don't know what I've been. Th- it doesn't matter. God's good. Listen, I, it doesn't matter what goes on in our lives. God is still good. It doesn't matter what we've been through financially, emotionally, or, 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 or in our families. Listen, God is still good. Why is he good? Because that's his nature. And he's healed these men. Listen, he heals them so that they can come and have fellowship with him. Listen, God wants to have fellowship with us. It's about a relationship. We talked about that in our class this morning. Listen, it's not about religion today. It's about a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And and he heals these men. Why? So that he can have a, a, a fellowship with them. And yet only one comes back. He realized what the Lord God had done for him. You know, we ought to be like the one who came back praising the Lord for what he has done and what he has, uh, is doing for us. We ought to be found at his feet. Listen, thanking him for his goodness. We should be found at this altar of forgiveness, thanking him for, for wanting to fellowship with us. Listen, that, why do you think Adam and Eve, they walked in the, uh, the garden in the cool of the morning and, and they walked with, uh, with God every morning and they had fellowship with him. That's why we're here today, uh, to have fellowship with God. And I'm thankful uh, that he wants to fellowship with me this morning. Did you fellowship with him any this morning? I mean, um, I enjoy it. Do, did, did you stop today before you started your day and just, uh, and just talk to him a little bit? Yeah. I mean, everything we do from the, from the point of our salvation forward ought to be done with a grateful, thankful heart. And I'm thankful today for the Lord's desire to fellowship. Listen, I'm thankful for the change that he has made. You know, when those lepers were healed... They all look different. Uh, they, they weren't repulsive looking anymore. They smell different. The uh, preacher at, there at the homeless No More Baptist Church, he was preaching the other day. He said, I tell our people, he said, we, we have two regular people come to church now. You know what I mean? Like us. He said, but I told our people, he said, if we start smelling good around here, we're not growing. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, come on, y'all say amen. Listen, I'm thinking, you know, that it, it's a, you, you should have been there. It, 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 you know, I, I was telling a preacher, we were sitting down eating lunch afterward, and I thought, man, brother, we have turned our churches into country clubs. You know, we have forgotten that what we're here for. We're here to reach people. Listen, we're, uh, it's not about, oh, look how many. No, wait a minute. It's not about how many. I, I mean, I like, to, uh, I like to get as many as we can, but it's about the, uh, an individual soul. It's about their eternity. And, and listen, and, 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 and we have forgotten today, it's not just about coming and sitting on a padded pew and, and, and saying, man, it's hot in here, preacher. You got to turn the air on or, or it's cold in here, preacher. You got No, wait a minute. We forgot about this. He said, we, we didn't have air conditioning for a long time. He said, we're homeless people. Who need, they don't need air conditioning. I, I never thought about that before. He said, we had one regular man that was coming. He said, he sat in our services for weeks. And he sweat bullets. 
Not because of my preaching, but because it was hot in there. But he was the only one. He said, everybody else, we were just sitting in there enjoying being there, serving, worshiping the Lord. But he sweat. And he said, after a few weeks, he came and told me, he said, preacher, he said, I'm telling you, he said, I like what you're doing here. And he said, he was a regular person. I like what you're doing here. Uh, he said, man, I enjoy coming. He said, I, I, I appreciate the preaching. He said, but you got to have some air conditioning. And he said, just so happened I own an AC business. So they put air conditioning in the church. <laughs> Amen. And I thought, man, alive. But he said, I told my people, if we start smelling good, we're not growing. Can you, you understand today, we're, we're not here this morning. We're here to try to be challenged, allow the Holy Spirit of God to speak to our hearts. But, but this, it's not just about being in here. It's about the people that are out there that are lost without Christ. And listen, they're, they're everywhere. They're, they're all over the place. There's people that are looking for churches that will love them, have compassion on them, just like Christ had compassion on, on these men. Uh, they, he, wants to, uh, he wants to do something for them. He wants to make them whole. Listen, we are here today, and we are in the people business. It's about reaching people, and as long as there's space in here, then we've got work that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, the Lord healed these guys, and... And this one guy turned around, came back. You know, they were all cleansed. They were all healed. They talked different. No longer were they having to cry unclean. You know, I like the song that says, What a wonderful change in my heart has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I'm thankful that I'm not what I want to be. Y'all should have all said amen right there. But I thank God I'm not what I used to be either. But I'm thankful also that I'm not what I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to when I can look into the face of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and when I shall, listen, I shall be like him, for I shall see him as he is. This, this, this corruptible body is going to put on a new body just like his. Six feet one, dark hair, Amen. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Amen. Listen, they, they were different, but not all of them came back, only one. And notice what he did. Look there in your verse. He turned back. You know what that is? That's repentance. Yep. I think there needs to be some turning back today. Yeah both for the lost people and for those that are saved. I think too many today um, have turned back toward the things of this old world, just like these nine did. Listen, where were they? You know, if you, if you read that in the Greek, that literally means they are where? It, it's amazing sometimes to folks, they... When they go somewhere, it's like, they're where? The Lord said, where are they? You know, we're not told where they went, but I'm sure they were busy. You know, family and all. Things to do. You know, but God said there came a time, neither were they thankful. Yeah, they felt no compulsion to remain. 
They felt no compulsion to go back. Their interest in the Lord was only selfish and superficial. But for the one, he turned back. He was thankful. Listen, I'm, I, I have to turn back to him all the time. Yeah, you know, because sometimes the old devil gets you. Come on, y'all say, y'all say amen. Yeah. And there comes a time when we need to turn back. Yeah. We need to turn back and re- realize who we're turning back to. Amen. But notice also he praised the Lord. You see, when you're lost, vile, dead, in trespasses and sin, you don't have a whole lot to praise about. You certainly can't praise the Lord. But when you're redeemed, the ladies sang about that this morning. When you're saved, changed, then you have plenty to be thankful for. In many cases, leprosy, what? think about this. I thought leprosy in a lot of cases affects the voice, the larynx. And perhaps this, this man could, could not even say a word. Perhaps he, he could only whisper. Maybe the leprosy had, 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 had gotten his voice to the point where he couldn't talk at all. But I want you to understand, after the Lord healed him of his leprosy, listen, the Bible says that he, he went back praising the Lord. Now, listen, uh, sometimes you and I, we need just to lift our voices a little bit and praise the Lord. Sometimes we need to lift our voice like a trumpet and just say, Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for me. Thank you, Lord, that you saved my wretched soul. Thank you that you wrote my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thankful that I'm, I'm here today and I'm able to have a voice to stand up for the things of God. Thank God for our voice. But we need to praise Him while we do it. You know, um, I, I don't know that these what these men did, but... Maybe they went back thinking, you know, um, he should have healed us. He's, he's God. You know, we asked him, isn't he supposed to do that? Not really. But this one got it. Listen, he lifted his voice in praise. But notice that something else that he did. He fell down at the Lord's feet. This one leper, unlike the other nine, he realized his need of a Savior. Yeah, he recognized that he had come face to face with God. And like Peter did, listen, he fell down at the Lord's feet. Listen, when you really truly come into the presence of God today, you, 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 I don't believe it's like this. We see a lot of that today. Now, I think when we really truly see Jesus for who he is, we'll do just like these men. We'll fall down at his feet. And we'll begin to worship. Listen, they, we need to recognize who God is today. We want him to come down and be our buddy. We want him to come be our pal. But listen, he's God. We need to leave him where he's supposed to be on the throne. Amen. On the, and, and we need to allow him to be on the throne of our life as well. Yeah. Amen. But, and, but this guy, he fell down at his feet because he recognized who he is. But notice what Jesus said to him in, in verse 19. This guy got saved. It says, the Lord said, Arise, go thy way. What did he say? Thy faith hath made thee whole. This this man, the only one out of these ten. Listen, all of them got healed of leprosy. But only this one received a second miracle. The second miracle was the miracle of salvation. Yeah. The Bible, Jesus said himself, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made them made thee whole. 
You know what I think he was? I think he is thankful. Yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for a God today who, who heals us and wants to have fellowship with us. But also I'm thankful for a God who loves us enough, uh, enough to die on the cross for our sin and save our souls. I'm thankful for that today. Listen, when this week when Thursday comes around, can I encourage you? Stop for a minute and be thankful. Can we just stop and just say thank you, Lord, for your goodness? Can we just say thank you for your blessings? Thank you for my salvation. Listen, thank you for my continued forgiveness. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. But I'm, I, I just want to mention, I've got to stop. I'm, I'm thankful for the company of the saved. Yeah, I'm thankful that I have the company of, and friendship of the saints of God in this place. Yeah, I honestly worry about people who have a hard time being around God's people. Yeah. Um, I enjoy being around God's people. I'm, I, I like to watch when you come in. I come up and I just like to watch because people get around and, and they, you begin to fellowship with one another and we do, begin to laugh. And listen, if we can't do that here, where can we do it? But there's also times when we cry with one another. If we can't, if we can't do that here with our, with our brothers and sisters in Christ, then where can we do it? Yeah, compassion, fellowship, company of the saved. I, I'm, I'm in good company today. Yeah, I'm in good company. You know, when, when this leper went back, he was in good company. Can I, can I get you to understand? The Bible says, the Lord told us that he, he said, uh, He that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee you get leprosy on you yeah sometimes we do sometimes sin gets us but i'm thankful that we can come back and and get it right back under the blood of the lord jesus christ and he says arise and go thy way thy faith hath made thee whole listen being in the company of the saved reminds me that there's a better place coming you know, this is a bad place. I mean, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about the world, society at large. Uh, but there's a better place coming. Are you going? Are you thankful today? Are you heaven bound? I am. Brother Ed asked me this morning. He said, uh, we was talking about something. He goes, you don't sound so sure. Talk about oh, the rapture. And I said, oh, I'm sure. I said, I'm 120% certain. Yeah, I'm certain. I know that I know that I know that I'm born again, child of God. And I know that I know that I know that my name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. And for that, I am thankful. Are you thankful? Listen, don't be like the nine that went away, you know. All through the New Testament, even when the Lord fed those 5,000, listen, he called the multitude to commitment. They went away. And you remember, he turned to his men and he said, will you also go away? And they had the right answer. They said, Lord, to whom shall we go? For thou hast the words of life. So can I ask you, where are you headed today? Are you turning back? 
Are you turning away? God help us as Christians today to turn back toward the Lord Jesus Christ and let him help us. And be thankful. Father, help us. God, I need you today, Lord. And God, just some, Lord, just some simple thoughts about being thankful today. God, these, these nine men went away. They, they just seemed to want what they could get. We live in a society like that today, Lord. It just seems to want what they want. God, can we not be that way as Christians? God, can we be thankful today for every blessing that you've bestowed upon us, Lord, the, the gifts that you give us on a daily basis? Lord, you said that they, they, they're fresh and new every day. God, help us to be thankful. God, I pray this last Sunday morning before Thanksgiving Thursday, I pray, God, that we'll be thankful. Maybe there's uh, someone that's here this morning that's been a blessing to someone else. Maybe, Lord, if they've been a blessing, help us to go to them and tell them that they've been a blessing. What a great opportunity to do that today. God, I pray that you'd help us. But most of all, help us to be thankful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's made it all possible. And God, if there's someone here today that's not saved, I pray, God, that they'll come and trust Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Help them, Lord. And may we feel the presence and the liberty of the Holy Spirit of God in this place. And I'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While we stand and... Well, shelter.